Anton, I can't drink on air. <laughs> Kalimera, Kalispera, Kalinichta, no matter where in the world you might be. Thank you for making the Highbury squad part of your day. 17 minutes later than scheduled. It's World Cup extra time type stuff. It's a new week. It's a blank canvas. And I have a very special guest co-host. Let's rock and roll, kids. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. And welcome back to Squad Central on this fine Monday. Thank you for making us part of your day. I have a very special co-host with me who I'm hoping you will see throughout this season. Welcome back to Squad Central. One of my favourite football dads, Mr Nick Ramsdale. Thank you very much. Hush. Thank you. I do oh. apologise. The reason we're 17 minutes late is because we had technical hiccups in the uh, studio. <laughs> I do like the studio. I like the background. Um, by the way, uh, the whoever helped you. Yeah. I mean, are you? Did you get red carded or yellow? Because you know. By the way, for lateness, we do. I've got my my books here. I've got my red and yellow. So just wondering if I should card you on your first I, guest co-hosting appearance. Should I, I? I think you should. I think you should. A yellow for Nick Ramsdale uh, right off the bat. Uh, ref, ref, it must. <laughs> slipped. Do you want to shove me or like give me my no? Are you just going to take no, the punishment? No. Fair cop. Right, there we go. Excellent. Mr. Ramsdale, how's your summer so far? It's been very good. Yeah? Been what you been up time. to? We um we went on an extensive tour of uh, of Devon, the Devon coast. <laughs> Did it pour down with rain a little bit while you were there? Yes, and we've had to throw away the awning because that was ripped to bits, destroyed, so, destroyed. But we're going. We've got a we've got a two birth caravan, so we tow that down and we we go to a place called Hokove, just by Salcombe, beautiful part of the world. Love Nothing that. better in the world for scenery. Apart from it rains all the time. Now, Salcom, is that near Devon? Yeah, it's in Devon, South Devon. On the right. Devon um, it's about 40 minutes away from Dartmouth. And then it's about an hour and 10 away from the English Riviera. There's a really good restaurant there. Um, what's his name? Paul. Oh, I think I've asked you this before. He's got a couple of restaurants. There's great fish and chips. He's right on the coast there. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to figure it out. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick no, really good. Huh? Rick Stein has. Oh, Rick. There it is. Rick. Sorry, not Paul. I was thinking yeah. of someone else. <laughs> so I'm just doing a little bit of an advertising now for Rick Stein. Stein. Anytime you want to give us a bit of free stuff, you know. Wait, do you have, do you have any of your ads ready to go? What you got? Do you give, you've got any Yorkshire tea for us today? Nothing at all. <laughs> There's a joke there as well. I love it. Okay, uh, let's say, yeah, Paul, um, let's say hi to the group. Matty Kay in the house, wonderful place. We've got Daniel in the house. We've got Tammy, our chief like officer in the house. We've got 200 people in live chat. Uh, big up Sophie, Nick, and the squaddies. Uh, clotted cream. Who doesn't love clotted cream? 
um, an early yellow for you. I'm being scolded for giving you a yellow, you know? Well, well, it was deserved. Yeah, harsh but fair, says Yanto. Demsex says second offence. Yeah, so yeah. Also, we've got uh, Fergus from Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I was just on their show before I came on here. Evening, Nick. See you at Palace Away. Trev will buy the beers. Definitely get him to buy the beers, Nick. Most definitely not. <laughs> After Most <laughs> I love that. Um, Patrick Duke, by the way, um, this is our guy from Zenith Coins. They want me to give you one of these, uh, which is the Hybrid Squad coin. But there's oh, also lovely. one. Yeah, not bad, right? Yeah, very nice. Yeah, pretty special. Yeah. Our mates over at Zenith will give, uh, yeah, sure, we'll reward Nick with a couple coins. Let's get stuck into some stuff, shall we? Okay. Um, let's talk football. What do you think of this? Actually, before we get to transfers, I want to ask you this. Uh -oh. Would you, because <laughs> I was asking myself this same question, would you up the family and go to Saudi Arabia for 700 grand a week? What, what would you do, Nick? What would Stay you do with that? Stay in England, I wouldn't go to Saudi Arabia. Sorry, not in for 700,000 a week. I'd go abroad, I'd go to Spain, I'd go to Italy and, you know, Germany. All the, all the um, international hotbeds of football, if you're asking me as being a footballer, mm -hmm. can't see many people giving me 700 grand a week for fitting bathrooms. I would. i trust you with my bathroom. Oh, as long as they're brass, no, copper. They've got to be copper pipes. Yes, Nick. no, no plastic. Yeah. No plastic pipes, got to be proper copper pipes. Proper work. Yeah. Not, not any monkey can do proper work where you're trained. Yes. So you get proper leaks. Yeah. So I'm I'm the same with you. Like, would I like the money? Yeah. But um, would I like the lifestyle? Not sure about that. And I think lifestyle comes into play a lot, which is why I think Messi chose you know, MLS over, he's got young kids, you know, you come to America, it's kind of, each each country has its own beauty, right? Messi chose to come to the US, Ronaldo chose to go to Saudi, every country deserves the opportunity to grow the beautiful game, but like on an experience level, I'm not sure the money can entice me. Well, the thing is with Messi, he already went, well, he could have gone. You got young kids. It doesn't need the money. America is a lot closer to home. Certainly, a lot closer to South America. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it's the MLS is a is a nice. Um, what can I say? The football isn't as as um, demanding. Mm. You think? As in as in Europe and as in. Um, the oh, that's true. That's true. We don't, really, we don't really know about Saudi Arabia, do we? Because no, it's new. there's no broadcasting of the of the, the games anyway at the moment in time. Yeah. So you don't know what it's like. So I agree. And it's going to be new and it's going to be different. And you know what? We're going to explore that and we're going to be open to it. And as football fans, our ears and eyes are open. But in terms of personally, you know, I was thinking to myself, if, if they offered... Oh, just lost the strap. If they offered, you know, me money to go there as a broadcaster or whatever, I was thinking this, Nick. I'm like, would I go? Or would I not? And I'm, I'm not sure. Not sure at all. But money is definitely part of football in a very, very big way these days. And 
Um, some people succumb to it. Some people accept it. And it's not even succumbing. Some people just think, yeah, it's a great opportunity for me and my family to bank some money for a little bit. And then I move on. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's it's for it to be tax free. I believe it's got to be two years. So you've got to be there for two years to get it all tax free. I think I might be wrong, but I think that's what it is. So if it is, then you've got to make sure that, you know, if your kids are young enough and they're not at a certain age going to school and then you've got the senior school and the exams, it'd be a great, a great place to go, obviously, because it's a different culture, food, um, their traditions, all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the people that they're getting to go across there aren't exactly not rich in the first place. It's the same as Live Golf. Live Golf spent a load of money getting these these golf players to go mm -hmm. across. And they're about to amalgamate after about two years yeah. with the PGA. Yeah. So it didn't really work. Yeah, and I agree. I think it's a bit of a watch this space type of... Uh, look, we saw what happened with the China League, right, Nick? It came, it went. Um, the, the thing with uh, Saudi Arabia, they do have a bottomless pit of money. I do think if you are a traditionalist of football, you want to compete for the Premier League or Liga or Bundesliga or La Liga or Syria or Eredivisie, I always pronounce that wrong, um, or you want to compete Champions League, Europa League, FA Cup, Copa, Del Rey, um, you know, um, the Polka, whatever it is, I think there's a tradition in football that you want to kind of compete. If you were a young footballer right now, Nick, what would you yeah. be doing? What What would your Let's just say, like someone came to you. They came to you, and you were you were like the goalkeeper for a Premier League club, and they said, "Hey, Nick Ramsdale, come join us." What would you do? I'd stay where I am. Yeah, really and truly, because you've got you want to play for England. You want to play in the best in the world. You know, you want to um, you want to pit yourself against all the other players. You want to play meaningful games where there's a bit of jeopardy. You know, if you're going to a league, let's say like the MLS as well, and the Australian A-League where there's no there's no um, uh, promotion and relegation, you know, you can you can lose three or four on the bounce. It doesn't really matter because you're still going to be in the same same league as next year. Mm -hmm. oh, so why not? Why not? I, I understand where, you know, people like Jordan Henderson, who's 32, is going there. But for somebody like, if I was a young player who was 24, 25, I want to look in the trophy cabinet or even in the cabinet where all my England hats are or my Scottish caps are or the Irish caps are or the German ones, you know, whichever nationality, you know, you're picking that I'm going to be. Mm -hmm. And I want to play for England. I want to play in the best league in the world. Pick myself against the best players. And with that kind of success, you get money anyway. It's not like you're on, you know, three hundred pound a week, playing for playing for Arsenal, playing for <clears throat> Spurs, um, you know, or Manchester United or Man City. Love that. Okay, so also squaddies, you can get your questions in, and I'll star them. Nick is going to answer questions in the last 10, 15 minutes of um, the show today. So make sure you get your questions in, and. So let's talk. So, of course, there's a lot of chat uh, during transfer season as well. By the way, can I just say, Nick, was he doing the salute before he even got here? I yes, we had we had a word with him beforehand. 
<laughs> because, you know, I mean, we saw this. I'm just saying the salute was in flux here. No, this was happening. This so... is... You are universal. <laughs> it's all over the world. They even do it in the American army. Your reach, your reach is so wide, it's untrue. I love it. So, yeah, I think he definitely was doing this. But, um, you've met Declan. Good lad, right? Good lad. Yeah, Declan. He's a great lad. Yeah. 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 Met the family in America. Uh, no, sorry. In Qatar in the World Cup. So, because we were all together. I hope we have got the proper Declan Rice instead of one of his brothers. <laughs> Why? Are they twins. <laughs> well, there's, there's two other brothers. They look identical. <laughs> but they're not twins, like officially, right? They just look exactly the same. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, they're not. They're not. They're not twins. Or no, they just look. They look the same. <laughs> no, I love it. And uh, you know, as you know, I was following the squad when they came here in the US. They look really happy, really together. Everyone having a good time. Those were the vibes that that I got. And of course, Declan and Kai and Timber coming on board and everything, and just felt like a real good tour. And everyone kind of got um what they needed out of it and we're ready for the new season to kick in you know that's i, I think there's a good vibe really yeah. do think there's a good vibe about the place um probably shouldn't tell you this but we're uh, the wednesday game against monaco mm -hmm. there is um something's going on to welcome the families of the new signings let's oh i love this and that's i don't think you're sharing more than you should and we'll leave it at that. But I love that. And that is typical of what the club would do. So very cool. I love yep. that. Absolutely. All right. So the elephant in the room, why don't we just ask you real quick? Because I asked you before, like we came on air and stuff like that. You've got, you know, you and I and Kev spoke before like, the end of last season. Um, you shared insights on being a football dad and uh, and all of the, you know, the journey, the journey of your family. Yeah. And we talk about competitiveness. <laughs> Hold on, my turn. And, you know, there's a lot of speculation and stuff like that. We're not going to get too stuck into it. But you gave me an answer, and I don't think you'd mind or uh, me saying. you Competition's important in football. Nick, isn't this what you kind of instilled... There's a reason why Aaron is who he is today. It's because you instilled competitiveness in him from a young age, right? Definitely. Yeah. 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 So what's the question then? So the question is this, you know, you know, you've got, oh, Havertz has come in. Who's going to be sacrificed? Timber's come in. Who's going to be sacrificed? Oh, that means for Benjamin. Da -da -da. Now there's speculation about Raya. And of course, you know, competition in all positions is very important, is my point to you. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely, especially now because we've got the Champions League. Mm -hmm. So I think if we go all the way through to the final of the Champions League, possibly close to pay, playing the same amount of games as in the Premier League. Eight, maybe not that many, but, but 20 so games. Got, yeah. it's, uh, it's... The, So there's a fair few. Okay, then half. So you're doing the season and a half plus mm -hmm. the, the Carabao Cup. You can't do that before. And the players. FA Cup. Yeah. You can't do that before team players. So you need um, you need competition. And you need players who, if they don't play very often, can come in and slot in straight away. 
and play the right way. Totally agree. Competition's good. Yep, totally agree. Um, Lee, thank you for joining us. Missed the beginning, catching up on sleep after the tour, taking shape. Well, yeah, you can rewind, be kind, rewind, Mr. Judges, and enjoy the rest of the rest of the show. And I like, I like that. You know what? As well, Nick, like you have. So, I think there's a difference. Like when you grow up, you got. We talked about parents, like parents who push you, parents who don't. I actually feel like if my if my partner's parents pushed her, she probably could have won an LPGA and been on the LGB, LGPGA tour. Um, but also, there's an understanding once you become an elite athlete and you're playing at the top level, you understand that competition is going to like face you in the mirror every single day. Definitely. Definitely. Just a, a little quick thing then. Yeah. Right? When I used to run, I used to run for my first club was Canic Chase Athletic Club. And they were in, I think it was uh, Midland League 2. Was this when you were a hurdler? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when I was a hurdler. Um, and then I moved to Birchfield Harriers, who were in the National League. And the reason I did that was mainly because I wanted to race events against a better class of athlete. I'm not saying I was winning all the time at Canic Chase. It was just that the times were a lot slower. So then you go and you, you compete against the best or mm -hmm. level up and you see how you go against them and then the next level. So that's what footballers are doing all the time. You know, so you get to a certain level and then somebody else thinks you're a good player. Can you do it in this league? Like from non-league to league two or league, league two to league one. You're playing against the best all the time to see how far you can get. Yeah. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you can take the easy route. Let's go back to the Saudi Arabia thing. Go and play there for all the money in mm -hmm. games which might, might well be more like a testimonial kind of game. Or do you play week in, week out in the Premier League or like you said, La Liga, League uh, you know, the uh, the Dutch league, which begins with a knee, and there's a couple of V's in it. <laughs> Champions League, you know, and all we of that. Snort. I'd actually just laugh snorted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Nick, carry on. <laughs> no, no, that's it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you're right. No, 100%. I said as much as I think I ought to. No, no, I, I, I completely agree. And I think this is the juxtaposition. It's a great conversation because we're all torn, right? No one's perfect. Every nation has its issues. Every culture has its issues. The world's changing. Things are moving fast. We're all trying to move along with it. Some of us feeling left behind. Others are feeling like they're moving with the time. So these conversations in this changing landscape are really, really super important. And I think getting your intel in terms of kind of how you you were an athlete yourself back in the day and now you're the father of an athlete so to kind of get your take on all of that is uh is really important um thanks for everyone who is joining us in live chat hit that like button if you enjoy what you're hearing uh thanks to all the fellow podcasters guns and yellow ribbons in the house we've got dan potsy in the house we've got lee judges in the house we've got a burkham wonderland in the house plus we have our regular 
very special listeners. We've got Carol, we've got Matty K, we've got Taib, we've got Newman, we've got Clock Orange, we've got PW, we've got G-Dog, Yanto, Taib. Everyone's in the house. Thank you so much for joining us this fine evening. Get your questions in. I'll mark them and we will ask Nick your questions towards the end of the show. Okay, let's talk about... Um, what? Let's talk about uh, Champions League. You're very excited about the Champions League because I asked you if you were coming to the US and you were like, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm at home plotting and planning my Champions League schedule for the season. Yeah. <laughs> talk to me about that. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to go to a mall, I think. Yeah? Yeah. All, all the group the, games? All the ones at the Emirates, yeah. Are you going to go away? I don't know if my wife's watching this. <laughs> Caroline, switch off. Yeah. <laughs> mute. Hit the please, mute button. Please, love. Stop that. <laughs> um, yeah. See, again, this is where I'm, I'm going to get very um, selfish. Okay, that's fine. Remember, you know, you it's... raised the family. He's They're there for a reason. <laughs> so go on, Dad. Be selfish. Right. <laughs> If he's playing and it's away, mm -hmm. I'll be going. Mm -hmm. If he's not playing and he's on the bench and it's away, unless it's in a really nice place like Barcelona. I mean, if it's somewhere, you know, like Kyrgyzstan or something, and it's <laughs> minus 36, I'm not going there. Not to watch him sit on the bench. Right. So you're talking cold weather versus warm weather. Like you're – because <laughs> I've seen you wrapped up before, by the way. <laughs> but but yeah i mean you know this is really exciting i mean i've i've been talking to a lot of arsenal fans they're just waiting for the group stages to come out being in the champions league is super exciting and nick as as someone who has raised a premier league goalkeeper and england uh star let me ask you this Champions League is only going to elevate this team and players. When you see kind of what you've seen with the team year on year to get to this point, as someone who's kind of been in the trenches with a a, a, a young man who's been trying to make it, like this is the this is the pinnacle. The World Cup is the pinnacle, but the Champions League at club football is the pinnacle, and you. What, what's your take on it in terms of the evolution of the side? Well, it is. I mean, like you said, the World Cup is the pinnacle of country football. Champions League in Europe, anyway, is the pinnacle of football, in club football. I'm, I just can't believe we're here, to be honest. I don't mean Arsenal. I just mean us as a family. I can't believe we're, we're going to... I've got a son who's going to be playing Champions League or in the squad. Oh, wow. That kind of melts my Mr. heart. Mr Arteta, yes, Mr Arteta, don't forget <laughs> to play the first game. Thank you. I do have his number, by the way, but I'm not really allowed to use <laughs> I don't. I asked him a question, three questions during the US tour, but I didn't get his digits. But it's good to know that you have the hotline uh, to the gaffer. That's always really super important. It's um, very cold at the moment in time. <laughs> but no, it's uh, I love that because so even in my career, sometimes you kind of want to lead things. But just to be someone says, you, you know, if you win the Oscar, oh, but 
I, I'm so happy to be part of this group. But when you're part of an elite group, is is that enough, Nick? Do you think? Again, I think it's a little bit different as a goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. We were we, we were talking about this when we when we were driving down. We're down at Aaron's today. Um, we had to meet a few people down here, so I think we're staying down for the Monaco game. Then we're going back. Um, so Caroline and and me, we were we were discussing it, and against the competition thing. I would, I used to think if you were a footballer in the squad who was always in the squad but never got on, would possibly mean a little bit less. Mm. This is back in the 70s and the 80s when mm -hmm. you could only have one sub or, or you know, two subs. Or, or, yeah. Um, I think it's diff different with a goalkeeper because. At the end of the end of a game, and you're winning four nil, you don't see many managers going to the goal, the goalkeeper, some goalkeeper, go and warm up. I'm putting you on for the last ten minutes. They don't do that, do they? Or the last minute and a half. So a goalkeeper, really, unless there's an injury or they've been sent off, you've got your goalkeeper, and that's it. You don't put the reserve goalkeeper or the sub goalkeeper on. So I think it's a lot different there. Mm -hmm. Because there's, mm. there's no real way, like I said, unless there's an injury or a sending off, normally that the reserve goalkeeper who's sitting on the bench goes on. So I think it's slightly different that way. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so let's look at the look. Let's look at it this way too. So one of the things that we've been talking about all season as well is building a squad not just a starting 11, a squad. In order to succeed in something, you do need a team, right? Um, you can have individuals who are brilliant, but individuals who are brilliant who kind of become part of a team. One of the things I noticed on the tour, Nick, was there's a massive togetherness in the team. There's no doubt about that. Like they all seem like they love each other. Um, they even Declan and Kai and Jurian looked like they were fitting in immediately. So what you're talking about as well is this part of being something bigger than yourself. What's your take on, on that as well as when you're an individual trying to meet your own goals? Well, I think it has changed. Like we've said, the seventies, the eighties, 15, 15, 16, 18 players in the squad. That was it. Now it is more of a squad game. The game is a lot faster. It's the same as in, in rugby union now. You don't just have 15, you have 20. And those other five come on and they're called the finishers and they finish the game. And they're just as strong as the first 15 or the people they're replacing. Mm -hmm. I think the way our squad is going... Mr. Arteta is trying to build a squad where, the same as Manchester City's, the bench is as good as the first 11. The reason he's picked the first 11 is because he probably picks a team to play Brentford or a team then to, pay, to play Everton or one against Manchester United. And he'll change a few. So a squad, and they are all together, and it, and it does seem that He's, I would still say we are, I still, I, I would still say that there, there's still more 
players needed in certain positions mm -hmm. to help the ones who will be playing all the time. Mm -hmm. Just in case we have an injury, like we had an injury with Saliba. You know, yep. then we've got Rob Holding, we've got Kiriar, you know, we've got Timber. You know, so it's signings. But you can't do it all in one go. Because if I would suggest, if you did it all in one go, you could end up losing the the familyness that you've got in the squad. Because if you bring too many people, I think you need to bed them in first, kind of thing. And then you can then add another couple. So like, let's say, um, the January window. And mm -hmm. then a couple in, the, in next summer, you know. Because more people will come to us after we've won the Champions League. Yep. And being in the Champions League is a game changer and it's the beginning of the next phase of the Arsenal and the journey that is to come. And the journey has not been easy to get to this point, but last season was definitely, uh, you know, one of those indicators where you know you're on the right path. We came a little bit short, but with the additions, you, you I don't think there's any Arsenal fan out there, Nick, that can say we're not stronger already than we were last season. You know, no. yeah. yeah, and I, I got gone. No, they can't, they can't. We're building, and all the games that we went to home and away last year, last season, um, everybody well, there was only one, one chap who, but that doesn't matter because he won't be speaking to me again. But there was is that everybody. the bit that I had to cut out in our original interview? That bit, okay, that and there's two, okay. <laughs> Um, they, they, they were all, they were stay, all stay hydrated. By the way, remember they were all inclusive. I'm trying to, get, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not used to this. You see, no, I know you will be throughout so, the season. So, it's, it's going to get even sweeter, like you know, streamlined. <laughs> so what I need to do is get myself a mug, and then you won't know what's in it. Well, you mean like this, like your, like your vodka and tonic, yeah. <laughs> God, uh, Nick. No, but they, they they were all in they were all in it for the ride. Mm -hmm. The away supporters, they're a different breed. They really are a different breed. They are absolute chant. They are superb. And they were all coming up. Asking, yep. you know, how's it going? And what do you think of this? What do you think of that? You know, how's Aaron? How's the team? And it's almost like I actually know, I haven't a clue. You know, <laughs> I have, nobody speaks to me. But and again at the home games as well. They were all the same. Oh, this is great. The box next to us. They were superb. Joe and Jim and the other the other 13 lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, no. We're the North Bank hospitality when the clock ends start singing, by the way. And and they're all in it. There, there was no there was no negativity for the whole of the season. Mm -hmm. So the traps to begin with, the first the first few games, and from then on. It was just like going up. Like you said at the end, you ran out of a little bit of steam. Possibly we didn't have the experience, but you gain experience from season to season. So they've had that disappointment now. And then they'll they'll remember that at the end of each some of the games and they go, oh, I can't believe we've just done that. They won't like that feeling mm -hmm. and take that feeling on board. So they don't want to have that feeling again. Love that. And, he, and, and you know, a little bit like Liverpool, 
Liverpool missed out on the Europa League when Jurgen Klopp first arrived. Of course, they had the disappointment in the Champions League. Um, light refreshment, everyone, uh, take a sip, tea, coffee, me, whoever. Um, and then they, and then you saw what those losses and what that adversity did for that Liverpool side, Nick, as well. And a lot of the times you've been through it, you know, as a as as a dad who is has a lot of different elements in terms of not only do you have an athlete son, you've got a couple of other kids as well who are trying to make it in other work, other parts of the uh, of uh, of the universe, and it's all relative, right? So, overcoming adversity is one of the toughest parts of life, and I think this Arsenal team, whether it was losing the semi to Emery, whether it was losing out on the Champions League and then losing out on the Premier League, growth is important and that adversity certainly has helped this squad, no? Yeah. And I think what you need to do as well, you need to you need to harness that kind of energy and not want to go back and feel that that um that pain or the loss again. Pain's probably too much. Because it's again, it's it, it's football, isn't it? It's not, mm. it's not the big outside where people are losing, you know, family members and stuff. But it still means a lot. And I think the ones who actually make it, the ones who are who play in the top teams and become as good as they ever can be, mm-hmm. is because they learn from from their experiences. In the, we have, I have seen. You know, we've we've gone up from um, from Bolton when he was at the academy, Sheffield United, uh, Bournemouth, Chesterfield, um, Wimbledon, Bournemouth, Sheffield United, and now now down here. Um, you see other players who are happy to be a professional footballer, mm-hmm. whereas really. At the end of at the end of your career, you ought to be able to turn around and say, "You know, I used everything I had, all the experiences, and I was as good as I could be." Whether you made it or not, you can you know you can turn around and go, "Possibly, I just wasn't good enough," but I left everything in my career. I didn't I didn't accept being just a footballer or just a cricketer. I wanted to get as far as I could and see where it would take me. Because it's your dream at the end of the day. You don't play football or or top-class sport. Just, well, you, you do starting out. But you don't you don't just do it to make money. Money comes with, or success comes with, um, the way you are and the way you play. So, Nick, do you think... St- when you do because i've seen it firsthand and you have lived it because you drove it do you think sacrifice that type of sacrifice and i i i want to kind of does it have to yield what's success like harry kane i feel as much as i'm an arsenal fan i've i think that dude deserves a trophy like his talent and what he has achieved you know he should go to a team or be part of a team that 
that yields success. However, I've also seen in American sports, Dan Marino, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, went to the Super Bowl once, never went back again. What's success to you? Like, how have you defined that even with Aaron? Like, what does that mean? Like I've just said, at the end, let's let's say at the end of his career, we're mm -hmm. all we've all had a meal and we're all sitting around. There's there's you, there's Kevin, there's there's everybody. Aaron's there. And oh, I like being at the table. Thank you. Yeah, that's all right. No problem yeah. at all. You are you serving get... Stella? Stella? Yeah. Stella? Yeah. yeah. We need okay. to get the drinks, don't we? <laughs> um, no. Um, if you can ask him the question and say, "Have you any regrets with your career?" And he turns around and says no, then that's success. That's success for me on his behalf, and that's success for him. Same as like you said, Harry Kane. What a superb player. Mm -hmm. Now, success for him might be I beat Alan Shearer. I've got I'm, I'm the highest English goal scorer ever. Right? Mm. I know I've had help with from other from the, from your teammates. But I have used my um, all of my ability, and I've got to that that pinnacle. Or you could turn around and say, "Well, I've got I've got three league uh, Premier League medals, I've got two FA Cup medals, and I didn't kick a ball." Which is success. It's how mm. you perceive it, really. Hmm. Interesting. So if Super Kev was here, yeah. I know he would say to you, silverware is success. Silver, silverware is when you look back on your career and maybe it's, maybe it's opportunity as well that allows you to be in that space to actually win silverware, Nick, too, because that doesn't happen to every athlete either. Well, that's okay then. So, are we suggesting then that Alan Shearer, who only won one trophy, which was the Premier League with Blackburn, mm -hmm. wasn't successful? I think he was successful because he won that Premier League. But let's say Alan Shearer just had the goal-scoring record compared to Thierry Henry, even Andy Cole, Wayne Rooney, because they won more. Can you define, can you say he's less successful? That This is the $64 million question in, in terms of how do we define success? And in sports, they always have told us winning is everything. Um, I still I still think it's, you asked that question, you know, and it's, um, I did everything I could. I did my best. I got to the top. Um you know, Alan Shearer could have gone to Manchester United. He could Alan have, yeah. did ask, and he went, no one to go to me hometown club. And he's revered up there now into the Gallagate end. Now, I bet he's never, I bet he's not even bought a drink up there since he moved up there. I wonder if I could adopt him. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you where I can help you, though, Nick. The mm. Greek team from 2004 the euros never have to buy a kebab in greece ever again i could get you in on that little bit of mythos beer it's not stella but you know it's pretty That's close right. all right i'll put yeah. with that. that excellent i wanted to ask you this question because there's a there's um 
this thing that came out today, Onana yelling at Maguire and the way some of the media positioned it, you know, uh, Onana, not attacks, but, you know, easy target Maguire. As a goalkeeper and as someone who's been around goalkeepers and coaching and stuff like that, is he not just doing his job? It's not an attack on Maguire. It's just a goalkeeper, or you know, expressing his authority in his space and making sure the players ahead of him are doing their job. What's your take on something like that, Nick? I don't really know. I can't answer because I've not seen it. Okay. But, right. but it... <laughs> It depends really on if you're doing your job all the time. As the goalkeeper or the yeah, or the defender? As the well, as everybody. Okay. As everybody. But you would think that he's brand new to, to the team. Um, so maybe Mr. Maguire didn't do what, you know, he thought he ought to do. But we haven't really heard the manager come out and blast Harry Maguire for it. Mm -hmm. And I think really and truly, like you've just said, Mr. Maguire, Harry's a, is an easy target at the moment in time because he had a, a um, what I'm going to say now isn't going to come out right, but um, he had a hurried season last season, mainly mm -hmm. because was he was the captain of the of the of the club a new manager came in didn't particularly fancy him for whatever reason um he did nothing wrong um he has um worked as hard as he can but sometimes managers don't it's it's opinions yeah because he's great for england it's great if, if, I, I would i would suggest for for most of the most of the Premier League teams, he'd do a great job for them, and I'm probably going to get lambasted for that. But I honestly think that he's never let he's never let England down. Week in week out, he normally doesn't let Manchester United down. Like David De Gea, he didn't really let you know Manchester mm -hmm. City down. Uh, sorry, Manchester United down, and all of a sudden he's gone because yeah. you know the manager wants to play another way. Now, to be honest, Mr. Anana's got a lot of big big boots to fill. Yeah, he certainly does. He really does. Um, and we agree, James, as, my, as uh, many of you in chat are saying, Nick is brilliant and you love his honesty and you're enjoying the conversation. Please do hit that like button. He's going to take a little beverage break right here. 300 plus of you in live chat. Um, share this with your mates and uh, I'm loving this organic football conversation towards the end of the show we're going to get to know Nick a little bit more so hang around because I always love to throw this at folks we're going to do a little pop culture stuff which might give us an indication into what kind of music Aaron's into although I'm not sure he will follow in his father's footsteps on this one um, Chris, thank you so much. Show is next level. Wonderful insight from a parent's perspective. This is what we love. And um, this is what Nick brings to the table. And uh, it's really important because a lot of the times we as fans, we have so many expectations. And Nick talked about this when we did the Football Dads episode with Super Kev, because as Super Kev has his sons in football. Uh, we do a, a show with Kyle. 
And it's not easy, Nick, just on a live, like, because we got you live now and we're releasing the part two in a few days. But it's not easy, is it? This isn't an easy process for you, but yet you it is in terms of you're having fun and there's so many beautiful things about it as well. But getting to this level, it's a whole other level, isn't it? I would have to well, I would have to say yes, it is, but um the parents can only do so much. Right? You can only you can only take them so far as as into the training and all the rest of it, and you you put your you put your not life on hold, but you do. A lot of people have done it as well in other things like dance, uh, gymnastics, boxing, you know, all of that kind of thing. We're not, we're not special. Most, most um, sports people have got good parents behind them. So, you're not, you, you know, it's, it's, we haven't done anything magical, really. We've just been there for him, mm. right? And we've taken him to every place. You know, if it wasn't me, it was Caroline. Now we, now we, we bug him because we go to every game. But he's worked hard. He, um, he has always stayed. Um, uh, his feet are always on the ground. That's because of you and Caroline, and and his brothers and his aunts yeah. and uncles. And his mates from school, because they and you know when he comes up to us and he, he ventures up to our local, the Crown Red Street, by the way. Um, they all do, and the bar staff do. You know, he's, he's not he's not Arsenal's goalkeeper. He's Aaron Ramsdale. He's the person who's been. He's the lad who's been in there since he was eleven. You know, so that he gets no special treatment. You know, mm -hmm. does something wrong, then he gets told off. You know, and I still tell him off. Do you still tell him off? Yeah, doesn't <laughs> doesn't listen. Doesn't listen. The Vegas trip being one, that was a big one for him. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but um, no, so it's it's one of them. Yeah, yeah. You I know. mean, my I, I still get told off by my dad. He he told me off the other day. He's like, you're so far away. He said, why I need you to call me every day, not every other other day. Just even to hear your voice and say, hi, dad, I'm all good. I got told off. Yeah. Well, you should ring him up. I do. I do ring him up. You know, well, my dad's 85, yeah, Nick. Well, that's even more reason for you to ring him up every day. Yeah. I need to go from every other day to every day, especially because he asked for it. He's but a Man United fan, though. Do we no, forgive him? No, once a month. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's what I'm talking about. And reverse <laughs> the charges. Reverse the charges. Remember when you used to reverse the charges? Hello, operator. Oh, yeah, I used to love that. Yeah, Hello, Mum. Did you used to do that even back in the day? Hello. Yeah, Did you ever do that to someone? It's had one of them. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Yes, Dad. Oh, so, okay, I'm going to slide my camera over. Nick, do you see this here? I've got the old Laurel and Hardy phone here on, on my wall. The old... Yes, at the back. Ship yeah. to shore. Ship to yeah. shore. 
<laughs> that was the one. Brilliant stuff. You're listening to the Highbury Squad here with myself and Nick Ramsdale. It's Monday Madness. Get your questions in right now if you want to ask Nick a question. I do. I need to ring him more. I know my dad is. I, I, I keep saying this. No one ever believes me that he's a Man United's Man United fan. Um, so please do get your um, questions in right now if there's anything you want to ask Mr. Ramsdale. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about my what you said. Gone to, my dad's just gone to the toilet. <laughs> Actually, you should bring people into the studio to say hello to you. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those. Um, brilliant. Where'd you get that, by the way? Who made that? Did a fan uh, give you that or did you make it for a laugh for um, a party or something? No, it was um, it was Georgina's uh, hen night and the girls. All oh, had I that. love that. So when she walked through the door, they were all wearing that. <laughs> By the way, yeah. you're going to be a granddad. Yeah. How Again. does that feel? Well, I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, you did early. You did about 25 years ago. That, that way I did. <laughs> it's great. Absolutely uh, made up. Absolutely made up. I really. love it. It's, uh, oh, no, superb. So, Nick, my parents say to me they've loved being our parents, um, but they said that being a grandparent is so much more fun than actually raising the kids. And I have to say my great nephew has been with me for the last few days and even being an auntie to a great aunt, it's totally different. So I feel like I'm having the grand, the grandparent experience right now because yep. it's less of the lessons and more, it's more like fun zone, right? When you're, a, when you're in the, in the grandparent arena, you can be naughty. <laughs> you can do things that you would you would tell your kids often for doing but now you're a parent and then you can hand them back yeah handing so, them back at the end of the day is key isn't it oh if not before yeah if not <laughs> if not before right before we get to the questions i've got to ask you some of this stuff okay yeah because uh, i know you're a man of popular culture and as we're going to talk through this season, I just wanted to get some of this stuff straight, right? Okay. So um, we we usually do a show on Freestyle Friday, and uh, we ask a lot of our guests. We found out their favorite TV shows, their favorite bands, and all of this type of stuff. I have a feeling I know who your favorite band is, but I'm not quite sure because we haven't talked about it. So, go on. Favorite band of all time. Go, go on then. Favorite band of all time. Tell me them. Because you think you've got an idea. I think it's Fleetwood Mac. Yep. Yeah. There are a few others, but yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Even though I've never seen them live. And you and you know the reason why I've never I seen them. I know your son your son did, and that I find that all kind of outrageous that the son did that without you. Not Aaron. No, not Aaron. The eldest son. I'm not naming it. I'm not naming names. The eldest, <laughs> no, I won't name Edward either. <laughs> and Caroline, my wife. They went. They went. Good shout, Deadstone. Yeah. 
Uh, we also have a lot of uh, Gary Newman fans in, in the house. Um, uh, oh, I, I like this question from Marcello. What's your go-to karaoke song? Is it Sweet Caroline? <laughs> nope. What is it? Um, you know what mine is? Mine on. is, um, do you remember Fairground Attraction back in the day? It's got to be. Yes. Yeah. 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 What's yours? Mine is the live version of Elvis Presley in Las Vegas, Suspicious Minds. Ooh. Are you an Elvis fan? Well, um, well, I am, yes, but the re I did karaoke for 10 years. What do you mean you did karaoke for 10 years? Like you I was, managed I was, it? I was you did. karaoke DJ. Really? Yeah. Wow, I did not know this. Where? How? In Stoke-on-Trent. That's a st the how is a story offline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's carry on with the other questions then. Just in case that in case okay. listening. <laughs> I love that. Okay, best gig you've ever been to? Right. Dire Straits at the NEC. Mm. Money or, for nothing and your chicks yeah, free. Or Queen at the NEC, but I saw Queen three or four times. What a band, right? Yeah, absolutely superb. Yeah, brilliant. great band. Absolutely brilliant band. Okay, your favourite film? Wait, let me guess. It's not no. Fever Pitch. No. Never get it in the... Never get it ever. Chariots of Fire? No. Okay. Do you know how hard this is, you know, just to pluck them out like that? Not that I've got them written down there. Um, Where Eagles Dare. Movie. That's a good show. So you've got Richard Burton. You've got Clint Eastwood. And then there's a plethora of, of English um, actors. <clears throat> and you've got Broadsword and Danny Boy. Where Eagles Dare. That's yep. that's uh that's a pretty cool film. I like that. Who's your, who's your favorite actor of all time? See, so then we're looking at Clint Eastwood, really. So let me tell you something. I love I love that you chose Clint Eastwood because not only is he a great actor, but I think he's a great director. Yes. Um also my partner's great auntie was besties with clint eastwood she lived in carmel and you know clint was the mayor of, he was carmel. The mayor of carmel yeah yeah um wonderful family wonderful human being just i love it good taste yeah. very he, good taste and he, and he played some good cowboys and he had some good films there he could also play comedy which was every which way but lose and any which way you can mm -hmm. and then he did some serious stuff and then he did um was it was it a million dollar baby? Yeah. What a movie. And did that not get an Oscar, I believe? She um uh I think it did it get best picture? She got best actress. I think it got best film. Yeah. That was a great movie. It was a yeah. bit depressing, but it was a great movie and it was a great performance by Hilary Swank. Yeah. Um yeah. So she won it. It won best picture, best actress, best director, best supporting actor, best adapted screenplay. Yeah, it won a lot. See, I could have picked another one of, of Clint Eastwood, which was uh, Kelly's Heroes with Donald Sutherland in it, trying to steal 100, £107 million pounds worth of gold bars. 
That's a good one. I also like um, my favorite Clint Eastwood movie is The Bridges of Madison County with Meryl Streep. That's a great film. I would like to. I will go and watch it. Okay. All right. Check it out and let me know what you think. Um, I also like Gran Torino, which I think if there was an English film version of that, I could see you playing the Clint Eastwood character maybe. <laughs> Have you seen Gran Torino? The only way I would play that would be if it's on radio. <laughs> have, you, have you have you seen this face up 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 front first? not recently i'll tell you now i've got a face for radio no 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 you don't that's what they say about me too so here we go two radio stars on camera there smashing it that's oh, what we love yeah, yeah. what's the greatest tv show ever oh just some morecambe and wise oh they were good I've got I've got Morecambe and Wise, Dad's Army. Dad's Army, classic. These are the ones that you can you can watch over and over again. Yeah. Most of my comedies because and, and you know you it's like Caroline and, and, and Aaron with friends. They oh, do they love friends? Oh yeah. And they and they watch it and they're telling me what's going on. Well I can do that with Morecambe and Wise and with Dad's Army. So you've heard this a lot. It's your lobster. You found your lobster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Only fools and horses. I was expect. Here, here was when I when I was telling Kev. Um, here's what I think Aaron. I think Nick's favorite TV show is going to be. I'm going to gamble. Yeah. Only fools and horses. I've got that there as well. Yeah. But then we can have serious stuff, which is like because we were like Poirot and we like who done it and stuff. Ooh. So there's Ag Agatha Christie. Yes. So, yeah. So we're getting a lot of, we're getting the young ones from Matty K. We're getting men behaving badly, Red yep. Wolf. Uh, we Red got Dad's Wolf. Army. What, I watched the first five or six series of Red Wolf and it was okay. It was good. Yeah. Now they're on series 4,106, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, it's still going? I moved twenty years ago, and it's still going. That's unbelievable. I, I believe so. Yeah, but they're, they're doing the first episodes again, but in the new yeah. series. I love that. Um, okay, before we get to some questions, firing your questions for Nick, we've got a few more pop culture ones here. Who was your hero when you were growing up? Hero you looked up to? Who was that? Edwin Moses. Oh, that's a good one. Four hundred meter hurdle champion. 13 strides all the way around the track. I think he was, I think he won 108 con, uh, consecutive races. I think he was a world, uh, he was a world record holder with 47, uh, 47.02, I think he was. Um, a couple of Olympic gold medals, a couple of world gold medals. And he was, yeah, he was top hole. So is that from your passion for hurdling? from your own kind of yeah? yeah yeah amazing okay so your favorite thing to watch outside of football see you'd put this into sport hadn't you no outside of football yeah well yeah. rugby's outside of football <laughs> are you watching the ashes we've just finished watching it me and aaron did we win um we won the fifth and last test but which means we've drawn it overall. So no one won. Uh, two, so two, it's two, like a nil-nil. Two-two and a draw. 
So it's a split. Yeah. Right. That's the American side of you coming out now. <laughs> Do not understand what draw is. I just, you know what? Cricket, I'm going to need an education. Maybe this season you can teach me a little bit more about cricket because I just don't understand it. All my years I've been working in sports, cricket has been the one thing that has just failed me miserably. Right. This is basically the rules of cricket, okay? Mm -hmm. Listen carefully. I am. The team that are out want to get the team in out because the team that are out want to get in. But the team that are in don't want to get out. They want to stay in. Is it like baseball then? No, no. They don't have warm-ups <laughs> after after three people have been brought out for 30 seconds. <laughs> then they have 20 minutes warming up so you can get a hot dog. So does this mean... <laughs> does this mean, though, that Australia retain the Ashes? Yes, because they already had the Ashes. Right, right. So for right. us to get the Ashes back, we have to win, pretty much like um, the Ryder Cup. Okay. So, so the team that the Ryder Cup, the, the team that won the Ryder Cup only have, only have to draw it to retain it. Okay. Whereas the other team have to win it outright, which is the same as in the Ashes. So the wow. Australians only have to come over here and draw the series to retain it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is there not a way to, like, do extra time and penalties in cricket to not it and to, for it not to end up in a draw? Ask me another question. <laughs> how, long have we, how long have we got? Okay, you can only pick one. I've got a question for you. We've got 10 more minutes. You can only pick one. England win the World Cup or Arsenal win the Premier League? Right. Mm. Is Aaron playing for England in the World Cup? He's playing for England and Arsenal. No, but is he actually playing for England? Is he on the pitch at the World Cup? Or is he in the squad? He's in you the squad. He's in the squad? Yeah. I can't guarantee that he's starting only because the manager doesn't make the right choice. But that's my opinion. Nobody else is. Please go ahead. <laughs> and, and this is live and I can't tell you mine either. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron is in the squad because I can't guarantee him a starting spot with England right now. So. Well, uh, also win the Premier League and the Champions League then. Doing the double. Bosh! I love it. Good answer. Um, who have you met where you were like, wow? Sir Bobby Charlton. Nice answer. Tell me about it. Um, it was an un under-18 FA... Under 18 FA Cup match. Great mm -hmm. isn't it? And Aaron was on the bench, and I think it was he was on the bench for Huddersfield because they'd signed him for that game. And if I remember rightly, it was against Manchester United. I walked at the back of the back of the, the stand. And Bobby Char Sir Bobby Charlton came towards us. What a legend. I opened the door, Caroline was with me. Mr. Charlton came came past and said thank you. And I just said to him, Can I just shake your hand, please? And he said yes. And he took his glove off because it was, it was wow. winter. Took his glove off, 
we shook hands and I said, thank you very much. And he went one way and we went the other. That was amazing. You know, sometimes you don't need to go into in-depth conversation, right? To have the wow moment. So I was stuck in a lift once with Francis Ford Coppola. And I'm like, this is the man who directed The Godfather. I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm stuck in a lift with him. We didn't say anything to each other, Nick. I just smiled at him. He smiled at me. <laughs> and he went off. And in was my he... smile, I think I said, you're a legend. You directed one of the greatest movies of all time. I don't want to say anything and sound like an idiot. You, you're brilliant. That was it. That's all you need. That's it. That's all you That's need. You... That's all you need. Was he in front of you when you were in the lift or behind you? We were side by side. So you couldn't There go were like... only two of us. There's just the so two of could... us in it. So you couldn't go? No. <laughs> if you were in there, I would have been like this. And I'd be going, oh, no. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, let's get you out on a few of these questions. Um, okay. Let's see. This is from Fergus at Guns and Yellow Ribbons. How has following the Arsenal differed to other teams you've followed, either with Aaron or the team you support? I like that question. Pick another one. Uh, no, Nick. no, 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 we'll go back, we'll go back, we'll go back, we'll go back. <laughs> um, I would say that Arsenal are, apart from Bournemouth, Arsenal are more of a family than the other permanent teams Aaron had signed for, such as Sheffield United. We didn't see anybody from there. Bournemouth, um, I know the sporting director and a few others. Mm -hmm. Arsenal is just a family. So, I, you know, when we meet all the others, Mr. Edu, I've met him a few times. Um, Mr. Garlic, obviously, Mr. Arteta. Um, and then the rest of the staff. Stuart, who's the, who's the photographer, he's an amazing guy. And, and and everybody is so welcoming. It's 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 great to be down there. Love it. Brilliant stuff. Uh let's see. Um Newman wants to know if you're a Gary Newman fan. It means nothing to me. Oh well, Vienna. Well that was Ultravox. That was Yeah, it was. Sorry, yeah. Him. Yeah, nothing to do with him. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for that. Need me to point that out. <laughs> Well, put it this way, I wouldn't want him to be in any of his planes when he was a pilot. <laughs> Whoopsies. Seeing how, seeing how he crashed. Um, <sighs> he crashed, didn't he? Like Harrison Ford did, yeah. I wouldn't go on a plane with Harrison Ford no, either. It was no. the same kind of plane, I think. <laughs> yes, but he, he was Gary Newman and it was a two-way army, first of all. I think they had a couple of albums to begin with. And then he decided to fly around the, the world in his plane. And then he, he packed in for a bit, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, couldn't go, I couldn't go to a concert and listen to him, you know. No. Uh, That's a great on, point. On so on Wednesday, I'm going to see Tears for Fears. Yeah. At the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's some bands where you're like, I only know two songs of Tears for Fears, even though they're so iconic, right? Yeah. So um, I'm like two songs, and then what I'm going to do for the rest of the 2.5 hours? Well, the rest of the um, 
three hours that you're going to have to endure. <laughs> no, what'll happen is you'll 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 hear some other songs and you'll go, oh, I remember that one. It'll be in your subconscious. Yeah. Seriously. That happens a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like, why would I go and watch them? I only know this one song. And then, you know, somebody puts puts a, a CD on and you go, oh, I remember that one. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. And you might know at least a good, I don't know, 20 minutes of two hours yeah. 50. That happens to me with Bread. I love that band. I love Bread, you know. and Is that the horse with no name? <laughs> um, I will give everything I own Give up my life, my heart, my home I think that's bread God, I hope I haven't embarrassed myself right now With the old rendition But No, not at all, that was yeah. very good Was that good? What about you? Do you have good dulcet tones? Mm. <laughs> yeah has to be in the right situation sure a couple more stellas yeah. and then we're off maybe we'll do a karaoke night one day um the, this season in the future yeah, yeah no problem at all all right cool no let's get a couple of these out so we can get mr ramsdale off um oh what is your prediction this season Ooh, look into your crystal football there mr ramsdale what do you see Oh, this is. Uh, I know it's not a fair one, is it? Shall I get we'll to another? We'll, yeah. we'll win the Premier League. I like that. We'll win double. the Champions League. <laughs> the quadruple. Yeah. Fine. Why not? No. What we'll do is we'll start off with the community, the charity shield, not the community shield. Oh, charity are you going? You going to Wembley? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, lovely. Program seller. Do you know what? I think we'll win that. We like to beat them in a in a cup competition. Gonna, Why not? We're start off winning that. Yeah, that'll be good, right? Your prediction is we will get at least one trophy, qualify for the Champions League again, go late into the Champions League, and we'll have a very good season. And all the gooners out there will enjoy the ride again. I love that. I think that's the best question to end on, personally. Who else? What else to end on other than a little bit of a prediction and thinking that there's some something shiny in our future? Uh, by the way, when you mentioned Mr. Adu, I was going to share this picture of you. I don't know why I did this, and now I feel a bit like a, you know, a bit of a tosser doing my fist thing here. Why did I do that, Nick? Why did I flex my muscles when I, when I met the big guy? Why did I do that? Because he's doing the same, really. He kind of is, but he's holding a yeah. Modelo beer. So, Modelo. yeah, he's drinking a Modelo. What do you think about that? Is that great? That's American. It's a Mexican beer. Mexican-American? Yeah, Mexican in, beer. It's in the Americas. That's what I meant. Yeah. Looks yeah. like a small can, really, unless you've got a big hand. Yeah, and then uh, I met this guy which I think my pose was a little bit better because I wanted you to give me like my grades here and stuff like that. And then my oh, mate, Magic oh. Mike, who you're going to have to meet one day, you're going to love this guy. He just lost 110 pounds, by the way. The guy, not a, not Silver, but the other guy. Yeah. And he raises a lot of money for Gunas V Cancer. He's an epic human. That's but, excellent. I lost right? my wallet earlier on. Huh? I lost my wallet earlier on. You only <laughs> lost them. We'll, we'll find your wallet in the, on, the, on the next one. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted like I feel like I failed here. Bit of a failure. Not at all. No? Not at all. No. Not whatsoever. All right. 
just making sure. I know if anyone's going to tell me the truth, you would. Because I, I don't know why, but after my conversation with him, I was so pumped. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to I'm gonna go run off this cliff for this guy. He's just sold me on everything. He's amazing, isn't he? <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's so calm and so so assured. <laughs> so assured. He? He, he does. He he's he's a very good person in in. Uh, go on, you you go, you tell you go. He's, he's, to me, he's got this aura about him, this calmness, this assuredness, and he was a, a fairly you know mean footballer as well, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he you he know. was an unsung hero. To be honest with you, in that and team, you need quite and you need quite a few of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have I have our photo mask on or I'll show it. I'm just trying to catch up. And by the way, Magic is in the house and he said he's lost 140 pounds. And you know what he's saying as well? See you at Wembley, Nick. No problem whatsoever. If you can spot him. He's lost so much weight. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Mr. Nick Ramsdale absolutely smashed it on Monday Madness as my co-host this evening. Um, super Kev would be super proud of you. There's no doubt about that. And Newman, I'm not three foot six, but I'm maybe a little bit taller than that. Let's just say everyone's starting to find out, Nick, that I am short in these photos and when I meet people. But you know what? Girls have the uh, wonder of wearing four inches when they need to to like and, up the ante. And you were also standing in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I am. All right. So what's uh what's up? What's going on next? What's happening next? Do you do you have a fam? Do you have a vacation? Are you just chilling? What's happening? Uh, what's happening next? What's happening for the rest of the summer? No, I think we're I think we're done on the holiday front. We've got to go down to Bournemouth because uh, there's a little bit of work that needs to be done down there at Aaron's old house. So we're going to go down. Going to go down there. I've just seen something. Why are you laughing? That's no. <laughs> something, <laughs> something about four inches. But, uh, <laughs> I do apologise. Listen, last time we were talking about semis, you know. So I mean, it's it's all happening, Nick. I mean, this <laughs> show that you can you can rely on the listeners to just you know just uh, <laughs> deliver the goods every single time. Uh, yeah. So, so and also no, this. I think we're just gonna we go down to Bournemouth. Then the season starts, then we all kick in. And then we start looking after baby Clive. So um, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> How exciting. I know it is, it's brilliant. And then I we've got love Nora, it. Well, we've got we've got bloody Nora who's who's it'll be three in December. So that's Edward's girl. Love that. So we just carry on as normal, don't we? And then hopefully, you never know. I might, I might get back on this and. Well, this I'm, I'm, I'm instead I'm, of a bottle of beer. I'm putting Stephen's comment up because this is what's happening right now. Please tell me this is going to be a regular show, schedules <laughs> permitting. Is this going to be the best signing we make this summer? I think so. That's very kind. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. Very... Watch yes, this space, be. Gooners. Do want to? It can be. Yeah. Absolutely. No I problem. love it. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining. Um, thanks to You Know Who for helping you get online again. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just saying that when, if, when, you know, you're going to have to figure out like your Google Chrome going forward. Just is it downloaded on the actual equipment at the house? Let's make sure. You know what I'm saying? 
this is Aaron's, not mine. Right. Oh, so it's Aaron so, who's really not up to speed with the old technology. <laughs> no, he was just having his tea at the time. <laughs> Bless him. Let me just. Did you make his tea? Did you make it for him? No, he did his own. Does he cook for himself? Yeah, yeah, cook for himself. Mm. Is he a good cook? I wouldn't eat it. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> Epic. You know, we have a lot of listeners who are offering uh, IT support as well. So when you're ready, <laughs> we'll get you installed. No problem. <laughs> All right. We won't have a problem next time. I guarantee it. No, we won't. And you will um, see Mr. Ramsdale um, during the season here on the Highbury Squad. Thank you so much, Nick, for joining me again and being so gracious with your time and also your candor. Um, it's really refreshing. And we love doing shows like this where we just have a little bit of a chat. And we talk about stuff. And you're absolutely right, Rich. Uh, great shows. Nick, super guest. What a wonderful perspective from a player's dad. Great show. Uh, sounds like Aaron dropped the ball, <laughs> literally. Well, uh, great show. <laughs> 10 for you and 10 for me. Look at that. We've got 10 out of 10. Um, very, very is, good. Yeah, well, he usually gives Kev zero out of 10. And Kev, and Kev likes it because, you know, they've got a bit of a tete-a-tete -tete going. Uh, great show. Cracking uh, show. Cheers. You're getting a lot of love, um, beautiful stuff. And so we will be back again soon with Nick. Uh, what's your parting? I always give everyone, everyone who comes on the show, close the show. What's your message to everyone listening? What would you like to say your closing statement, Mr. Ramsdale? Goodbye. <laughs> Pretty no, much. Oh, come on. Come on, no. so yeah. Uh, right. All I will say is, everybody, stay healthy. There you go. And just enjoy the season that's coming. It will be a roller coaster because it always is. But you always have a good feeling at the end of a roller coaster. Ooh, I like that. I like that very much. All right, squaddies, we will see you soon. Keep abreast of our live shows on our Twitter and YouTube community. Mr. Ramsdale, thank you so much for joining. And at ease, everyone, at ease. Thank you very much. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. <laughs>